And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. to get back to the wrestling finally there is a podcast on the internet about professional wrestling i am one of your hosts mr luke giaconetti thank you everyone for downloading and listening to our show today and uh, as always we have got a full booth here left to right across your podcast dial my broadcast colleagues up first the hair metal hero chris tyler i'm here live uh, <laughs> live uh, via simulation via the internet and yes. uh Rounding out our booth, the best damn color man in the business, my brother, Mr. Jason Giaconetti. But God is my witness. He is dead. He is dead. <laughs> Stop the damn match. Stop the match. <laughs> There's a moron at home saying he knows how to fall. <laughs> oh, my God. Bob Hanson used to say that to me all the time. We always go back to that J.I. call. You know why? Because it was fucking great. Yeah. Okay. Plus, when it happened, I was like, oh, my God, he might be dead. Like, yeah. I looked at watching this happen going, yep. uh, did I just watch a homicide? Um, because as Kelly and I are sitting in her living room watching this, Kelly's like, what? Because we were playing cards, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I felt like Jesse Ventura and Predator. What yeah. the fuck? You know, kind of thing. Like, just what it is. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, like, and then it gets worse as the match goes on. You're like, okay. Like, yeah. enough, man. We get it. We get it. Time is worse. Every single time I watch it, but yeah. uh, so yeah, so again, welcome everyone to uh, get back to the wrestling. Um, and uh, unfortunately, a bit of a uh, you know, where we have a, a kind of a sad reason that we're getting together today, 
uh, right as we're recording this, we're very shortly removed from actually the um, the very unexpected uh, passing away of John Laurinaitis of uh, Road Warrior Animal. Uh, very sudden, very unexpected. Um, he had uh, not not been sick. The uh, report had come back that uh, that animal died of of natural causes. Uh, so it was again very very sudden, very shocking and surprising. One of the most uh, influential and um, memorable figures of uh, the 80s and 90s in, in the wrestling scene all across the world. Uh, I just saw Animal last year at SC Comic Con. Uh, there was a whole bevy of uh, wrestlers and wrestling personalities at SC Comic Con here in Greenville, South Carolina, and Animal was one of them. And let me tell you, I mean, he looked like he could, you know, put on the shoulder pads and go beat the hell out of anybody, right? I mean, you know, he still looked in, you know, he, he looked in game shape. I mean, obviously a little bit more gray. You know, but for a guy that at the time I think was 59, uh, he, he was 60 years old when he, when he passed away. I mean, Animal still looked amazing. Uh, you know, so uh, very, very sad news. Of course, uh, you know, Hawk uh, has been uh, has been gone for for quite a while. So uh, one of the, you know, most not just influential but popular and successful tag teams of all time, the uh, the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom, that redefined kind of tag team wrestling in a way, just the way of their looks of having the, the two really just massive guys, but also the way they did business. You know, it's, it's very, this is kind of the interesting thing to me is that we're looking at it now where we've got uh, guys that have broken away from the WWE system and they can work wherever they want. Sometimes they work, they might do a tour of Japan. They might do a tour with, uh, with impact. They might do tapings with ring of honor. Um, you know, the, the good brothers, uh, you know, Gallows and Anderson are kind of following in this footsteps. And it's like, that was the Road Warriors in the 80s, right? They could go anywhere. They yeah. went to the NWA, they went to Japan, they went to AWA, WWF, wherever they went. And uh, you know, if you've ever uh, you know, listened to Animal Given interview, you know they made money wherever oh, yeah. they went. So uh, yeah. it's a very that, so we, we decided we had to come together and, and give a, uh, a little tribute to Animal and the Road Warriors. So, so, uh, so Jay, I'll throw it to you because I know you are, you are the biggest Road Warriors fan I know, and you were the one who got me, me into being a Road Warriors fan, and specifically Animal was always your boy. Yeah, so, uh, like Luke said, Joe Laurinaitis had uh, his birthday just had just passed September 12th, he had just turned 60, um, very, very sudden, um, you know, growing up, um, Luke and I did not have cable till we, like, I want to say, like, almost 88, like, at least, you know, kind of thing. Like, it was yeah. later on. It might have been 87 or something like that. I'm trying to think, because we definitely saw WrestleMania at home, because we, we bought it. But I remember going, having to see WrestleMania 2, WrestleMania 3, having to go to someone's house to watch it. We were there for WrestleMania 4. So, we must have, we just got cable by that point. Um, so, we had never seen anything that wasn't WWF superstars or challenge or whatever. That's what, that's the wrestling we knew. Uh, growing up in New York, and we went one day to my grandmother's house, who they had cable, and we were in the living room downstairs, and I think Grandpa might have still been alive, um, and WTBS just happened to be on, whatever for a reason, and here's wrestling, I go, whoa, what is this? This There's other wrestling besides WBF? And they're like, yeah, Dad's like, yes, there's plenty of other wrestling guys. I'm like, who are these guys? And the freaking Road Warriors were there, and I'm like, oh my god, I love them. Like, I this is... We, when we were young, I kind of fallen in love with the, like, the word we had seen. It was, it was early on, and then and they first just hit this thing. And they're in the ring, just like, this is not even during, like, you know, this is when they're still not fully, the paint isn't what you know it now, and whatever. It's early Road Warriors. They just come in just to kill some fucking team, right? And you're like, what are these guys? Then, then you know, 
and that match where I learned about Ric Flair and I like, oh my god, there's other wrestling and it's like wrestling, wrestling, you know, kind of thing. And um, what really kind of sold me as a Road Warrior fan, I mean, they were just bigger than life. And I never had a lot of the magazines. I had some WWE magazine, WWF magazine, excuse me. But I would see them on the newsstands. And once I kind of knew that, and I started kind of looking at them. And the aftermags were a great place to learn about the Road Warriors and, you know, whatever. Um, but the real selling point for me with the Road Warriors was when the AWA wrestling, the Remcos came out. Yep. And uh, the Remcos... Um, as we've talked about before, wrestling figures are my literally, I think, my favorite wrestling figures of all time. I love them even more than the Hasbros or the LJNs, which you're not supposed to, but I do because they're just so fucking cool. Um, and the Road Warriors were the, I mean, I wanted every single one of them. And looking back now, that might have been a good investment. But <laughs> it, I, I, we went, we were down in Florida, and I want to say we were with Aunt Lynn, maybe, because we were at the toy store getting our birthday presents. We were to pick out anything we wanted. I was like, well, I want this. And I bought the Road Warriors two-pack. Not the three-pack with Ellering, the two-pack. Dog collars, chaps, and oh my, like, the guy had the Road Warriors. I got to have them. Like, I just, the Road Warriors were so big in my head. I'd only seen them wrestle a handful of times, but they were so much more in my head than they were, um, than anything I probably could have ever seen on TV. You know what I'm saying? Um, they were like, they were like the Hulk Hogan, like, like Hulk Hogan big. And let's face it, I'm a, you know, we're kids of the 80s. Hulk Hogan was like the guy, right? Yep. Um, they were that level of, oh my God. And uh, yeah, once we got cable and I started being able to watch the World Wars more and learning about them and watching them on the, you know, the, the, the mothership, uh, Tony, you know, on 605, you know, on Saturday nights on TBS. And, you know, even if, even if Road Warrior Hawk was starting to break for Flair, um, which he did on national tv um not do uh you know kind of thing like you just would see them you're like oh my god the road warriors and then like the 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 road warrior pop and the everything that comes along with it like there's no it's just hard to describe them because i think wrestling fans now are well wrestling now is so different and so uh advanced so jaded and everything i just i just don't i don't know if you can get the pure oh my god when the freaking road warriors would walk out you're like are you joke? Like, are you, you know, kind of thing. Like, you, you know, I mean, I've been at giant stadium when they won, uh, you know, um, playoff. I've been at Yankee stadium, you know, during 98, you know, during the run. I mean, I was there for big, big things, you know, it's the garden is never louder for the, you know, it's not like the Rangers can make the garden louder than when the road warriors come out. Is that goddamn loud? It's unbelievable. And, um, yeah, you know, it's one of those things when you watch, again, you know, is everything perfect with them? And I, that's why I think people kind of seem to forget. There's stuff the Road Warriors did by way of, like, you know, you know things like they were kind of forced into at the end of their careers and gimmicks and LOD 2000 and, you know, whatever. And that's all fine because it's part of who they are. But I don't think it ever changed the two, you know, uh, the, you know, who, you know, Animal and Hawk, who they really were uh, as a, as what they meant to the wrestling industry and what they meant to just a lot of, kids growing up uh because they were bigger than life they were insanely like these, these were like literally looked like he-man action figures come to life right. you know which is which Even, is why they make such good remcos oh yes is i'm saying like like hulk hogan is like you know bigger than life too he kind of he's a huge man but hogan at no point in his career was he all like shredded up you know what i'm saying he never looked like luger you know what i'm saying no. but when you look at Admiral Hawk, there's an there's an article. It was in one of the after mags. I think I'm I might have it still. And it compares says Animal versus Hawk. You know, turning inside, and it's like oh, the road are going to fight, and it's them in the gym lifting against each other. 
and how much weight they're throwing around and just how massive these guys, you're like, Jesus, they don't even look like humans. They look like, you know, it looks fake. It looks like, you know, like, like a, a barbarian someone drew. You're like, these guys yeah. are. It's, yeah, it's like, a, like, yeah, it's like the, like the He-Man uh, pre-production art. Like they're that big. Ridiculous. It's kind of crazy when you think about it that they were that humongous, and you know, kind of thing. And they, they, uh, they were bouncers at uh, Grandma B's, and that's where they also produced like Barry Darso and Rick Rude, and uh, a number of other guys came out of that exact. And they were bouncers at that bar, and um, the fact that uh, was it Joe? I think was sent down to work. He, I think he was sent down as the Road Warrior. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I, he was sent down as the road warrior to work and Oli didn't know what to do with him. Kind of made him look like a, like a, kind of like a gay biker. And it's like, I can't do anything. This guy, he doesn't draw. They're like, this guy's amazing. So then the Hawk was ready to come today. So like, well, send Mike. And they put them together and their first outfits are just God fucking awful. And finally they're like, so they get like, someone saw supposedly the road warrior and said, Hey, we should dress them like this. And I mean, just a license to print money. You know, I mean, I'm just saying it's amazing. <laughs> Um, you know, it's, and I can, I can honestly say this, when you watch a road warriors match, it's not the prettiest wrestling. This is not, this is not catches catch Ken classic. This is no, uh, hack and speak gotch. but man, could they, I mean, you just, whoa. And that's why when you watch what they did in Japan, especially you could kind of appreciate it even more because in Japan, like, I mean, the Road Warriors hit the ring. They're going to squash. Bop, 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 bop. They're going around. And, uh, you know, certain teams gave them better matches. The Midnight Express used to give them great matches because the Midnights would work with them and make them sell, but make the World Warriors look super strong. But yet, at the same time, they would still be able to do things and cheat. And you would believe that Hawk would be... I mean, that if Hawk went off his feet, that's a big deal. If Animal got knocked off his feet, that's a huge deal. So when, when you know, when... Uh, uh, Bobby and Stan or Bobby and Dennis were able to somehow, oh, get them down. You know, it wasn't just we're going to go run at a million miles an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, that's always that's always kind of the knock on, on you know, when when you do hear criticism, at least when I do hear criticism in Road Wars, it's like, well, you know, they didn't they didn't really have great psychology. They, they just, you know, kind of went in, you know, I'm going to pick them up. I'm going to slam them down, that kind of thing, you know, but but they did. In their own way, they had psychology in that it, but they still kind of protected their own, their yeah. own, their own rep, their own character. You know, they they were able to to get you got heat if you had to you had to cheat to take them down, whether they or or you had to if they were baby faces, you had to cheat to take them down, and if they were heels, and that's the other thing, the Road Warriors worked equally well as baby faces and heels because they were the original cool heel that everybody cheered. Yeah, you know, but when they were working as heels, then they were this this uh, superhuman menace that had to be overcome, right? That, yeah. uh, you know, if Dusty Rhodes was facing down the, the Road Warriors, you knew that, okay, Dusty's going to have to dig deep to get over. How's he going to get past these two monsters? Well, that was when, when they when they did that, when Dusty, because the, the territory was like, okay, so not to get too far in the weeds here. Um, before WCW, when it was still Jim Crocker Promotions and the whole lot, right? They, they, they were not doing great business. They were very, I mean, they... To me, that was the better wrestling was always on that channel, but it wasn't doing, you know, it wasn't, you know, as, as they would say, Dusty Rhodes is like, we're going to make movies. You know, he wanted to do that kind of stuff, but they weren't. You know, WBF had the doll. They would call them, Jim Carrey says, the dolls, right? I'm like, they had, you know, the, the LJNs. They had, but they had, 
ice cream and they had uh, T-shirts and they had, you know, it wasn't just selling your 8x10 or maybe selling a T-shirt at a show. Like, you could order from the magazine. Everyone had a shirt. (laughs) There was... None, and, and I don't mean just the, the, the LJNs and stuff, right? Because WCW never had figures like that, you know, kind of thing. Or even, you know, the NWA. Um, but, like, not just the, the, the figures, but you had, I mean, there were thumb wrestlers, and there was, you know, Hulk Hogan was on shampoo, and he was on this, and he was, I mean, it was everywhere. I mean, McMahon knew what he was doing, and, and as much as you may or may not like his, his idea of what wrestling is now, what he's created, kind of booked it into, he truly was visionary and took wrestling from, you know, uh, smoke filled arenas and put it in the mainstream in the limelight. I mean, he made wrestling a multi-billion dollar company, you know, nationally and worldwide. And the road warriors, while they took them a while to get there because they never, that's the thing. There are very few people you can say did not need the WWF. The road warriors did not need Vince. They didn't need the WWF. When they went there, though, he did not know what to do with them because teams there were not like that. <laughs> you know, and I know Luke's a Demolition fan, but Demolition was kind of WWE's answer to the Road Warriors before the Road Warriors got there. But yeah. once the Road Warriors got there, you realize, okay, Demolition is a completely different team. But yeah. that was their kind of answer to that. Because remember, Axe and Smash, when they were heels, I mean, they never lost. They never fucking lost. You know, kind of thing, right? So... But when the Road Warriors got there, you realize that, like, okay, you know, Bill Eady is yeah. is good, and you know, and he, but he has ring psychology and stuff, and Barry Darso is a big guy and he's you know strong, but that's not that. That's not the Road Warriors. I mean, the closest thing we ever anyone saw to the Road Warriors was the Powers of Pain, and let's be honest, I mean, as tough as as tough as Animal and Hawk are, um, at the end of the day, we all know there's only well, there's really one person you want in any fight, and it's Haku. If there's a if there's a one A, it's got to be uh, the barbarian because he's also the barbarian's the guy sitting at the bar while Haku's murdering everybody. He's like, "All right, brother, go for it, brother," and just drink. <laughs> the person barbarian scared of is his wife because you know that that Samoan woman's going to come here and kick his ass. So maybe <laughs> might be the scariest person to have in there. But I'm saying is, but when you saw them in the ring with them, and Warlord's not a small man; he's humongous too, he's right? Huge. They just didn't. They didn't understand how to be the road warriors. They were trying to be the road warriors, but they didn't understand how to be them. And in in the reality of it, as big as I mean, Warlow was big enough to, and not that not that uh, barbarian small, but barbarian was never going to be animal, you know. Uh, and or and and because let's face it, he was supposed to be the animal of the group, and then Warlow was supposed to be the hawk based on their haircuts. But neither one of them could do what animal and hawk could do in. The- you know, they didn't have it. So, yeah. um, well, you know, the thing with demolition always comes down to timing, right? Because if it had been, because by the time the Legion of Doom got there, Bill Eady was kind of being pushed uh-huh. more into the managerial role. Axe, I should say, was being pushed in more to the third man role. And as as much, you know, I got I got nothing but love for for Crush. You know, got nothing yeah. love for Brian Adams, but um, not about Brian Adams, especially at that point in his career, was not ready to be working against the Road Warriors and put on, you know, the the caliber of matches that yeah. you know that Edie and Darso could have gotten with Animal and Hawk, just just based on on experience and psychology and all that. That that di- we've talked about this before. Di- different styles, but they could have worked really well together, especially Demolition going heel as they had right before the Road Warriors came in. But one but, thing though uh, with the uh, crush. 
if you think about it, physically, he was much. He, he was a, he was bigger than than Axe. I mean, he was he was he was making the team bigger and trying to make whatever. But he didn't, you know, since he was so green in the business, just being bigger didn't actually. It looked bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still better off with a smaller lineup with Axe and Smash against the Road Warriors, but who could be the, the, the you know the kind of conniving heels with with Masafuji, you know, as, as their manager. Um, it's just it's it's hard again. But the thing is, and and nothing against Brian Adams because let's be honest, he would go on um, to get much better, obviously, yeah. than he was first came in. Um, and and you know, to me, I mean, to, I mean, I know I know you liked his gimmick when he was you know the the, the what is the um, not the Barik was what was he part of oh, the Nation of Domination the DOA the, you know, the DOA. Nation and then the DOA yeah the the biker biker crush. Yeah. Which made a lot of sense. I mean, to me, I always thought his best work was in Chronic. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say, and, I mean, I'm a big, I, I really liked him in, in The Nation and then the DOA, but his work in, in WCW, first as, the, as as part of the NWO, because yeah. he was like the B-team all-star. He was like, you know, him and, you know, he kind of ran things on the B-team on, on like Saturday night and stuff like that. And he yeah. got some time to actually talk, you know, and, and he was, you know, he, he was pretty good and he was decent in the ring. And then at, with Chronic, like you say, with, uh, with uh, Brian Clark. Arc, yeah. you know, the, the two of them made made for, I mean I, I know again that everybody kind of shits on them now but at the time they, they were a good team you well know? and they kind of fit that same thing that the two big dudes that just came yeah. and wrecked shit up right same kind of same kind of concept right 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 now if you rolled basically if you could take chronic from like the mid 90s late 90s right there like in th- that age that size that look and they came out to and they came to the ring in aew people would shit themselves Oh yeah, <laughs> because I mean, except, except for FTR, because let's be honest, FTR is too grown up. I mean, that's not a problem. And FTR knows what the fuck they're doing. But like the Bucks, they look like you know little kids next to those guys. Like they they can't they can't get. And I'm not trying to be me. I know people are like Jay. You don't love the. Bucks. I know I don't. What I'm saying is, but physically, like the Bucks don't. The Bucks look small next to FTR, and FTR aren't two huge guys. No, they're uh, they're you big, know, but. No, but yeah. FTR kind of looks like Arn Anderson and Telly Blanchard size. You know what I'm saying? Like human, like really, they, the the FTR looks like some combination of the Horsemen. I'm, I am. This is new <laughs> ground that we're breaking here on Get Back to the Wrestling tonight. You know what I'm saying? What that, that, the best Horsemen lineup is Flair, Anderson, Blanchard, Wonder. <laughs> my favorite, of course. You can, you know, if you had to switch one out, I guess Sid could go in there. I know Sid wasn't a great. <laughs> but, what I'm saying, but they're like human being size. Like it's like the Midnight Express or like whatever. Yeah. Like and the Road Warriors would be the big team with them, but it made sense. Yeah. So if you had a team, like if you could really, if you could roll Chronic out there, like in their primes, get them out there, and those two guys, the two guys that size, who could work as well as Clark and Adams could work at that time. I mean, that's just money. The problem yeah. is you have a guy like Luchasaurus is super tall, right? I mean, he's he looks humongous in that ring, but he shows his problem because he just isn't ready for that role yet. Uh, and like Jungle Boy Jack Perry there, like he's good, but he's still kind of green and he's kind of small. Like, kind of. You know, no, no, no. Well, Mark- well, I mean, he looks big next to Marco Stunt. I mean, really, you want my opinion. Put- I mean, Jun- you know, Jungle Boy needs to do, they need an int- um, Hudson. Hudson Soft. I don't know who owns Hudson at this point. It might be Konami. I'm not 100% sure. They need to make an Adventure Island game and Ooh. cast Jungle Boy as Master Higgins. 
you know, yeah. so that that would put him in a little skirt in a little grass skirt, give him a, a skateboard and the stone hammer. I mean, that's just money. That's just printing money, guys. It's all. But what I'm, but all I'm saying, you can have that one. Call me. But <laughs> what I'm saying though is, if you think about it, like, I mean, he 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 is small, but when you see him in the ring with guys like MJF and even the Bucks and so he doesn't look that small. He doesn't look outlandishly small, you know, kind of thing. Whereas if you put him, if you took Jack Perry. And, you know, again, in his prime right now, ready to go, and stuck him in WCW, like, he would look small in the cruiserweights. Because, <laughs> I'm saying, but I'm not, I'm not kidding. I mean, I'm not trying to be, like, a jerk, but think about it. Like, guys like Silver King and um, uh, Lismark Jr. And the Vianos. The Vianos. Yes. Like, I mean, they were cruiserweights, technically, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, Laparka was a little chunky there in his time there too. I mean, Laparka was a big guy also, but yeah, there was it. Cruiserweights was kind of a, a fluid term. Yes, for sure. all luchadors. Put it that way. They were all luchadors for sure. Yeah. Saying, but, but that's I mean, why. Yeah, well, he's got kind of that Alex Wright build going on that he's tall and lanky, you know. Right. But I'm saying, but like, well, yeah, right. So, but but unlike Rey Mysterio, who was really tiny, and that's why Mysterio stood out so much there. He was able to do those things because he was so small, but he was so amazingly fast. I'm not saying Jack Perry wouldn't have been successful then. I'm just saying is it becomes pretty obvious. And the thing is, the f- and I'm not saying the Road Warriors were the first monster heel team because you can go back in the day and find monster heel teams and stuff like that. But the Road Warriors kind of set forth. I mean, we always talk about this, folks. And if you ever listen to any of the other podcasts we're on, we talk about the fact that like if you're going to rip it off, you know, like you know, there's there's a reason why there's like a thousand, you know. Uh, ripoffs of Jaws, and there's a thousand ripoffs of Star Wars, and a thousand ripoffs of like what Mad Max, and a thousand ripoffs of whatever, like you know, all these Italian ripoffs and whatever this and this, these knockoffs, or whatever. How many Road Warrior knockoffs did you ever get? Right. And I'm not bashing the Powers of Pain, and I'm not bashing Demolition by your imagination, but how many places did you go on an indie show? And there's a guy with some face paint on who just happens to be an ex-football player, pretty big guy. Look, he's a monster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like it's like when when all of a sudden the Undertaker became like the fucking Undertaker. How many guys there was there like grave you know, then there's Gravedigger and there's Soul of this guy and like, you know, whatever. Like it was just they because that's what happens. It becomes the hottest thing, so you have to have one of those. Right. You know. So, and, and, it, and again, I get it that that's part of wrestling and stuff like that, but it happens everywhere. And how many, how many, you know, shows could you go to? And there's all of a sudden some, the two biggest guys that got there, and that's going to be your road warriors. They're going to be your monsters and that kind of thing. And they go in and just squash everybody. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's just, it's what it is. And having met Animal, um, you know, a number of years ago, the one thing I can say is this, I mean, he was, I mean, you know, he's a big, he's a huge motherfucking guy, right? Kind of thing, right? Haley was little, 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 and and uh, Haley, this is this is this is before she met Cody Rhodes and all the rest of it. But she did, right there, and Haley's like, I'm holding Haley, and she's looking at him, and he starts making a face at her, and Haley makes a like her mean face back at him. I'm like, and she's kind of flexing at him, so Animal like flexes at her, and she starts getting, and then she flexes back. She goes. Hi, what do you think you're doing? And the people online are like, "Oh shit!" Like, and then he realized he's talking to a, like a three-year-old, a four-year-old, right? <laughs> like completely, like just being a dad. And I think that's what you know. See, 
I know I'm not everyone's a college football fan. I, I mean, James Laurinaitis, which is Joe Laurinaitis' son, right, kind of thing. James Laurinaitis played for Ohio State, was an amazing linebacker. He played in the NFL. He was an amazing linebacker. Injuries cut his career short. He was just great. But you would see Road Warrior Animal at every fucking game. He would be there. And not, like, on Road Warrior Animal page. Like, I'm here for my son. Like, he was being a dad. And I think that's one of the things that gets me most and why I think I connected Animal even more. I mean, I've always been an Animal fan, but I think that's why I connected with him more. When you kind of saw him as a dad, just being a dad, you know, kind of thing, just being there and being, like, so proud of his son and so, like, whatever. Like, that's the cool part. You know, like, like I mean, I watch, oh, good Lord, thousands of hours of shoot interviews and stuff, but the Road Warriors shoot, like, not the WBF one. It's pretty good. That's got a lot of really good footage on it. But you got, but you watch their real shoot interviews when they're talking about whatever, like, back in the day and whatever. And then they say, well, you know, about your kids. And he's, he lights up when he talks about it. He's like, oh, yeah. And he talks about it. And I'm like, oh, that to me is the hard part. You know, he, he was 60. That's, that's not that far from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm in my mid forties, but it's like, you know, like, that's not that crazy to think that that's long. I mean, you know, so not even 20 years ago, he was still wrestling every night, you know, when I, every night, cause hey, right? get that. I mean, uh, you know, I remember right when, um, uh, it was, it was 2006. Yeah. He had a solo run on SmackDown as the road warrior with his original gimmick again, with the, with the biker gimmick, you know? So it's like yeah. that was, and that was, that was 14 years ago. And that was, you know, on the road every week, you know, it yeah. was, wasn't a super long run, but still, I mean, he was still doing it. I thought that yeah. was, I thought that was as cool as heck, man, that, that it was, you know, that, that animal was out there being the road warrior in 2006. And it's like the gimmick still worked at 46 years old. Yeah. You know, at 46 years old, he's out there doing it. Like it hurts for me to get out of bed in the morning. At you know. 46 years old, he's doing that, you know, and I, I, you know. I mean, I, I could say I could just gush over. I mean, I love them. I, I mean, I love the, the World Warriors. I have DVD compilations of stuff everywhere. I, I mean, I don't ever get tired of watching their stuff. I mean, people say like, "Oh, this is so boring." I've seen this match before because I've seen them do these moves and whatever. I'm like, I don't know. You ever watch Bret Hart? And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah." I'm like, got five fucking moves, right? And he always gets up on the left knee. I'm just saying, it's all he's got. Like I think, but he's this master you know technician. The problem is, since Bob pointed that out, you can't not see it now. With no, Bret Hart, always gets up on the left leg there. So. But he only had. But I'm. But I, I mean, I, but I wish I was kidding. But when you watch Bret Hart stuff, he would change it around. The Road Warriors, yes, they, they was there. I mean, were you see? Okay, it wasn't like when Scott Steiner first brought out the Frankensteiner, and literally everyone thought he fucked up and, and missed a drop kick, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane right but when you watch the road warriors and the steiners not big papa pump and what you know but like you know rick steiner and that other guy uh you know steiner brothers when they would get in there you're like oh my god these teams are huge they're these massive men who wrestled completely different than each other but when scott steiner would clothesline hawk and hawk would go down you're like, yeah, Scott Steiner just hit him, or Rick Steiner hit him with a Steiner line. Good board. I don't know how you don't go deaf from getting hit with a Rick Steiner clothesline because it's me sitting on the couch. Your butt. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the couch in New York. Well, they're at the Omni in Atlanta. You know, two weeks ago when they taped it. I mean, I don't know how the hell that worked. But... I'm just saying. What I'm saying is, but like you watch them and you would see them wrestle in these different styles and you're like, wow, okay. So here's a team who could match power with them, but the road warriors will do whatever it takes. 
and the Steiners, you know, and so it, but it, it worked. And, you know, it didn't have to be wink at the camera. Everything's a joke. It was what it was. When you looked at the Road Warriors, you're like, all right, those fuckers will kill you. Like, they look like yeah. they kill you. Well, you know, it's that. Well, it's well. We we've talked about this. You know, it's that there was a WWF, which we all kind of, you know, it's a little ridiculous. And then there was like the NWA. Like, well, that that's real. You know, you look at that. It's like that dude. That dude to mess you up. You know. Well, thing is, Hulk Hogan's a big dude, but it's like you don't want to run into animal in a (laughs) something. You know. You got to remember, Luke and I first got cable. We didn't start. We we because we got it middle of the week. We started. We that was like four o'clock in the afternoon. AWA and slash world class was on. Yeah. And that's what we started watching. And if you thought the NWA was real. Oh my god, world it, class was like that that was like that was every day in Texas, man. That was like real <laughs> that looked like literally a home video being shot by somebody going, This is actually happening. Because AWA, you had guys who were top stars. Top, they were top guys who did not look like they'd ever seen the inside of a gym, right? They look like, seriously, they've been, I mean, like Hollywood John Tatum. The only thing Hollywood about him was his name and the fact that his roots were showing. And I love John Tatum. But, like, these guys looked like regular human beings. They were just kind of bigger. And they would get there. Then you get the Von Erichs walking. And maybe the only thing that compares to a Road Warrior pop was the Von Erichs coming to the ring on a Friday night and getting actually raped repeatedly as they came to the ring by every girl in the entire state of Texas. Um, because, uh, no, just, yeah, well, but I'm saying when you watch it, I mean, not only are they making out with everybody, I mean, that is the funniest thing in the world. When you see Carrie Von Eric just like making out with this girl, throws her off, make out with the next girl. You're like, good God. You know, like, I felt like that was Peter. Good God. You know, so, but that, that reaction, that little tiny building was the only thing that I can think of being comparable to the way people felt about the Road Warriors. When 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 uh, Iron Man would hit when they, in the AWA, in the NWA, and even the AWA, people, oh, oh, the roar just happened. And it didn't matter. It, that shit happened in, like, Germany. It happened in England. It happened in Japan. Like, wherever they went, you would hear, like, or when they were when they were in WBF, they the, what a roar. Like, the place was just roar with them. Like, it just was loud. You couldn't hear the music anymore. Yeah. Like, how? How can anyone be that big? You know, kind of thing. How can anything be that immense? I mean, it's like, and it's a weird comparison, but it's like, you ever see when Michael Jackson was at the top of his career and they would show the concerts and people would be passing out and like, like, they just lost their minds. Fucking wrestling fans are like, here they come! Like, it didn't matter who was getting in the ring. It didn't matter. You had, like, a tactical SWAT team in the ring. They're like, those fuckers are in trouble because the Road Warriors are going to kick their ass. Wait, because that's what it was. And if, if it was the other way, when, it, when, it was, when, they, when they turned on Dusty, like, it was hard because people love Dusty Roads, but it's the Road Warriors. Like, think about that. This was Hulk Hogan. We were like, like, Hogan's kind of a dick. I mean, let's be honest. When you go back and watch old Hogan, He's kind of a dick. Yeah. Like, like Hogan, he's a dick. I mean, I, I, I die hard, true and true Hulkamaniac, right, Luke? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Everything, right? But you go back and look like, he kind of was a dick. Savage was right, you know, and you feel that. have one in his eyes. I mean, there's no question about that now. We need t-shirts made up. <laughs> Get back to the wrestling. Savage was right. Savage was right. <laughs> but you feel bad because you're like, at the time, you're like, man, what's that? What are you even thinking about? Because you're like a little kid and you're like, you look back, you're like, oh, man, Hogan. I don't know. 
You know, but when, when you have the role players turn on Dusty, you're like, and I liked Dusty Rhodes. I mean, I'm a Ric Flair fan, so I can't really love Dusty Rhodes. I mean, you know, at the t- I love Dusty now, but it's like at the time, I'm like, oh, I'm a Ric Flair guy. When they turned on them, I'm like, oh, I'm not really that upset. You know? <laughs> I kind of gonna root for the world warriors here, you know, kind of thing. So, well, hey, you know what? That is what we have always said. One of the universal rules of professional wrestling: you can cheer for whomever you like. So, yeah. um, just uh, real quick, because we we do have actually a, a feature that we're going to get into. That I, uh, Jay brought this up, and I'm I'm very excited to do this. But just a couple of housekeeping notes, real quick. Um, we do actually have some email in the inbox. We're not going to get to it tonight, but I do want to give a shout out to new emailer Jordan Snow who uh, I believe Jordan joined us, um, uh, followed us on Twitter, and uh, has sent, uh, been corresponding back and forth. New listener, very much appreciated. He's very excited about the show. So thank you, Jordan. We will get thank to you. your, your email. But you can see we've already tangented a few times. So we thought, well, let's not, let's keep the tangents as low as talk. we can. <laughs> tangent, and we didn't have anything to tangent off of. No, so. no let's tangent true. off ourselves. Um, so... Um, uh, the, uh, now, Jay, the, the, so we're going to do a, a watch-along. And we have a match here from uh, from Japan. So Jay, why don't you set up um, set up um, set up the details of this match that we're going to watch here? Okay. So on YouTube, um, I was digging around the other day looking for some road wearing J- Japan stuff I hadn't seen before. And after uh, Giant Baba had passed away, they had they did a Giant Baba memorial show. And on that show. Um, is the Road Warriors with Johnny Ace. Now, Johnny Ace, for those who don't know, his real name is John Laurinaitis. Yes, that John Laurinaitis used used to actually be a wrestler. He's still not very good, even in, watch this, when he has, like, he seriously has five super talented guys around him, and you're like, God, one of these things is not like the other. One of these things is Johnny Ace. Um, So the problem is So what caught my eye was, I'm like, oh, Road Warriors, Johnny Ace. I'm like, okay. And the names across the ring from them. Uh, so there's one of Luke's favorites, Junakiyama. Luke is a big Junakiyama yeah. too, but Junakiyama. Oh, oh, yeah, Junakiyama, one of the uh, you know the, the four pillars, one of the greatest. Uh, he he was the young guy in all Japan. Now he's yes. become you know now now he then became one of the senior guys. But anytime you watch somebody throw an exploder suplex, in the back of my mind, it's like yeah, Junakiyama did it better. <laughs> and Junakiyama. That he, at the time, he was not nearly, I mean, he's still younger in this time, but he was, he's so good. And yeah. you kind of forget about him because you had Masawa and Kawada and another guy in this match who is one of my all-time favorites, yep. uh, an immense man who Kelly could not get to smile. Everyone else, every other wrestler, she could wake up. Even, even Samoa Joe cracked the smile a little bit. Ken Takabashi. Mm. Holy fucking shit! Is he? He hits you so goddamn hard. Um, and then, of course, what the name that I mean again, a lot of people might not recognize Shinji Jinjaki, um, but most people know him as Hakushi. Um, and here he actually is dressed as Hakushi oh. in, the, in the full gear and everything else with the yeah. with the tattoos and the whole nine. I mean, um, he did. I mean, Jinzei Shinzaki did use the whole wandering monk gimmick in Japan. Yes. So it, it's very funny because some people like, well, you know, they saddled him with that. It's like, no, they gave him a name that Westerners could pronounce. Yeah. Well, they actually introduced him as Hakushi here, too. They, you know, he's introduced as Hakushi, which I thought was, it was weird. pretty much unchanged. And the. So. 
Um, Whether from a manga or an anime or, or even like a uh, a, a uh, you know a, a, a Chanbara movie, it's not going to translate. So I just love that it's yeah yeah look at him he's from Japan. <laughs> so so I just kind of visitor from the Orient because it's the nineties and I can say that. <laughs> So the thing is, I found a full version which has all their intros and walk-ins and stuff. Um, but the one we're going to watch is actually says Road Warriors slash Johnny Ace v. Kobashi slash um, Akiyama slash Shinsuke. Uh, no, sorry, not Shinsuke. Shinzaki. Shinzaki, yeah. Shinzaki right? I'm reading quick. Um, it's by Re- Wrestling TV is the name of the, uh, the, the, the person who posted it. Um, it runs 19 minutes and 20 seconds. It does have the intros, but doesn't have the walk-ins. The walk-ins are... Okay, so let me just talk about it real quick. The walk-ins take about 10 minutes. Um, when the Road Warrior music pops, the, ent- the entire crowd roars like crazy. It's in Japan. They don't do that. But they did here. You know? <laughs> they, do it, they do it for Antonio Noki. They do it for Giant Baba. They would do it for... They, you know, maybe... Well, they do it for Liger or Muda. Great, I mean, great Muda. I mean, good lord, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Right? But they roar like, oh, it's like, okay, the roof's going to come off this place. Calm it down, buddy. You know, kind of thing. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to watch. We're going to do a watch along. We're going to talk, and obviously, we talk about stuff going on in the match. So, what you want to do is you want to get that queued up. When I say, I'm going to go three, two, one, play, you're going to press play on the thing. Um, so that's what you're going to want to do, folks. Have your volume down because there is no American commentary. Um, it's all in Japanese. So if you speak Japanese, awesome, good for you, um, and you can understand what they're saying. Now I understand a few things because the brainbuster doesn't have translate well. You know, <laughs> it changed, I actually say brainbuster. You know, in my everyday life. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I set it up pretty well. But yeah, we're on a kind of yeah, and we'll and we'll we'll post the link with the show notes. So yep. that you guys can uh, can find it and oh, watch yeah. along with us. Yeah. So, all right. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. I'm ready okay. to go. So I'm going to speak to me three, two, one, and then I'll say play. And you'll press play. All right. Okay? All yep. right. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. All right. Now they're in the, getting in the ring. Here we go. They're milling about the place. So now look this at this. Right- so th- this alone is strange. Look at this. We've got people at ringside. In a wrestling match. Yes, well... That alone. So what you'll notice here, folks, when you're watching this, um, they are... Uh, the Road Warriors all have the same shirt on. And, and Johnny Ace does too. And it's all cut up. It's cut like an apron. Um, and it says the movement. And I couldn't read what the bottom was. But the movement says the power. The power. Okay, so this, yeah. that might have been there. That might have been either... It might have been when they were giving testimonials uh, for the church because they were—they both did that. Both are very into God and stuff too. It might have been that, or it might have been one of their other companies. I'm not 100% sure. But when you look across the ring, uh, Kenta Kabashi, of course, wearing orange. I mean, that makes it massive. Um, you know, Junakiyama in his blue—he was known to wear blue or red. I mean, he did wear both. Yeah. Um, and of course, Hakushi here, uh, Jinsei Suzaki, looking. Exactly like the best badass guy. I mean, he was so fucking good. Remember him and there's, there's a good shot of, of animals, uh, uh lats. Jesus. Yeah. Fungus, yeah. <laughs> right? And it's funny because well, the guy. Yeah. Now look at this. Look at this lineup right here. You got the three guys, and like you said, one of these guys is not like the other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you feel bad because there's like 
the other side of the ring is like, look, there's three murderers on one side of the ring. There's two murderers and a guy who's going to carry your bag. Um, so, but it's funny at ringside, like, Drew, said, I was you, not aware of that. You're free to go. But, uh, yeah. Look at the start. number of reporters around this oh, ring. Yeah, Look at the, oh my. Well, again, the giant, the, the Baba show, you know, but here we got, yeah. we got Kenta and Animal mixing it up. And you know, Just, there's not a lot of, not a lot of guys, I will say this, that will wrestle Kenta Kabashi in Japan oh. and make him look normal size. I mean, <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, Kenta's a, was a, is a big dude, you know, and, and there's, there are guys his size, but not necessarily with his build with the big barrel chest like he has. Mm-hmm. Whereas look at him, him and Animal, I mean, I mean, they're 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 so- shoulder blocking each other. It's like these guys are like, you know, they're very I mean, he smart, might but... be he might be a half inch taller than Animal yeah. or so, ever. I mean, but they're pretty much standing eye to eye. I mean, and they are just massive. The chops get Animal with he hit them in the top chest of the throat. You even though they're working chops, yeah. they Animal's chest is red. Yeah, they're like they, they like is- they lay him in there pretty good here. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's strong, strong style, man. That's what yeah. it is. You know, you just don't I, go to Japan if you don't want to work. And I and I will say this: I do. You know, I, I'm I've I've been called a, a puro wrestler mark in in some circles, and I'm okay with that. But I, there are certain so, hey, aspects. Yeah, you know, but there but there's certain aspects of puro wrestler. I've got a nice suplex here by Kenta. That you know, and then shoulder block by Animal right back. But yeah. the like just the test of strength there. You know, the whole concept of Puroesa, the fighting spirit, I've always liked that. It's it's very kind of clean. And here comes Johnny Ace. And uh, the crowd goes mild. <laughs> well, Drew, I didn't know that. You're free to go. But uh, so that is you... a great. If you ever want to look up that story, uh, uh, Luke Gallows, Doc Gallows, telling the story of when uh, he was teaming with uh, Jesse. And yeah. uh, and it was Doctor Death had written a book, and they made everybody buy the book, and then they got called into the office for not having bought the book. It's a great story if you want to look that up. Akiyama, look at this guy. Those knee strikes. Okay, oh. example there. Hawk came in the ring. He didn't bite it to the floor because he took. Look at that friggin' suplex. Oh, oh my, my gosh, Northern Dude. Lights. See how quick he is. I mean, he's real young here. This is a very young Akiyama, but he is so fast. And he, I mean, Johnny Ace is a good head taller than him, but it, he moves around that ring so quick. He hit them with, with those drop, and he hit a drop kick on Hawk as he was coming in, and it took Hawk to stumble into the ropes. But it got a big reaction from the crowd because it was, oh, oh like Hawk doesn't go down. Animal doesn't go down. And he's getting it with quick. And what happens? Oh, bang, bang, bang. Now we slow it down. Slow it down. Now we slow it back. It doesn't have to be a million miles an hour. So no, no, not not with not with six guys also because you know you could do you can do a six man tag with six guys where it's just nonstop like a like a Michinoku Pro style match. But that's that's not what we're working here. This is you know th- this is an all Japan style match. You know, so we're gonna we're gonna work it the King's Road. You know, um, now I may have missed I I did misspeak earlier. I want to say I I instead of Joe Lord, I say <laughs> oh my God, look at Hawk just pick up Junaki. Uh, anybody, uh, this is gonna sound really like anybody that can straight up do a gr- gorilla press on somebody. I don't care if the person only weighs a hundred pounds. It's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. Yeah, yeah. My my kids love that move in the pool too. Just gonna put that out there. Well, it's it, safe there. Yeah. <laughs> It may not be safe for me, but it's safe for them. It's a working pool. Working pool. <laughs> oh, so it's a working bear. So if you think about again, as Luke said, he's made he being called a pure wrestler mark. I am a pure wrestler mark. Um, 
having watched a lot of it, uh, all I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but look at this great, just just yeah. amateur style wrestling here, and it's it's believable. Out yep. of these two guys, it's believable, and we can transition right into a vertical <laughs> suplex, and it's believable. You know, it doesn't look. It's not. You know, I mean, you know, you know the, the the derogatory term is the indie strong style, where they do the sequence of chain wrestling, and there are some guys obviously that are a lot better at that than others. But you know that that doesn't look forced. It doesn't look scripted. It looks like they're actually grappling, and now Animal's just going to wail on them because you know. Yeah, that's Animal's Animal. thing. He's super powerful. Oh, look at that! Not How really a snug, technician. A snug clothesline, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. So the thing about when when you look at like uh, when you think about it, Johnny Ace, and as much as Johnny Ace was never anything, you know, even he was with the new, but the New Zealand militia there and whatever. I mean, he, he kind of, America, um, in Japan, especially all Japan, he became a big star over there. I mean, he never was like, you know, the greatest ever, but he was a big star, you know, kind of thing. And because he was a big guy, he laid it in heavy, you know, he could go in there and fight. It's kind of hard when you think about John Lord as now. You're like, oh, okay, you know. Oh, kind of, oh, oh no. the sign of disrespect, oh, flipping the bird God. across the ring to Jinzei Shinzaki. What I what I find hilarious is when you when we think about Johnny Ace now, we think about him talking about guys being so vascular. Um, did, have you looked in the mirror, John? That's what it's so vascular, Vince. Well, that's, why, that's that's why he was always noticing who was vascular because that's what he wanted. And he's got yeah. one move where he's not going to let the guy just take eat the eat the Irish whip into the corner. I'm just going to follow it. Yeah, all right. It's great, and it's not worth Ooh, you at all. You, you, you can't sleep on Shinzaki. No, but you, so, I don't know if you noticed this, but like when you watch uh, when you watch Johnny Ace work, um, Bradshaw will do a lot of these moves later on. Yeah, better. A lot of these moves later on, right? Oh, 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 oh snap. Look at that. He sold that think like about it for a second too. there. Yeah. Well, I think he caught him. That's why. I don't think that was in a cell. <laughs> I think so. <sighs> you know what? I, I mean, I loved, I loved Hakushi's run in the WWF in like 1994. Nobody knew what to make of him, you know? Yeah. You know, um, so- if you ever listen to... If you ever listen to any show that uh, Conrad the Mortgage Guy does, he talks about that he was a big fan of Ultimo Dragon. And right, right around the same time, 90, you know, early days of Nitro, like, say, 95. And he said that it was the, the Acai Moonsault that was what really said, really made him stand up. Look at that chop. Made him stand up and notice. There, folks. Wake you up, chops. Watch. Bam, another one. Oh, there. He's back. He's back. Johnny Ace is making a, a fiery comeback. He's, a, he's an apartment complex of fire right now with the effects. <laughs> Not so much a house, but, you know. <laughs> Actually, but, he's more like the timeshare of fire. Timeshare of fire. <laughs> but, uh, but, he's, but, you know, Conrad oh. talks about that nice power slam by Kenta. Oh, but no. Okay, but Hawk that's Hawk. No. Hawk pops back up because that's Hawk. Is yeah. he is, again, as much as Animal is the power guy, Hawk is the badass in the team. Yeah. And that's one of the things about this is that, you know, Road Warrior Hawk, I mean, so you can say what you want about, you know, like, okay, well, you know, he was the smaller one, whatever. He when he would pop up, you totally bought that it was like, and he's not selling that oh shit. God, he had to muscle him up there too, and he's that holding him. Look at this. A stalled suplex. Oh, he's and he's not wavering. No, he's not. You gotta, give, you gotta give Hawk credit here too. It takes a good core to hold your legs up like that. Oh yeah, that's a uh, tough move to give and receive. But uh but yeah, well, yeah. Uh, just just to close my story, I was saying is, and he talks about the Asai Moonsault. But I, um, Shinz, uh, Hakushi did that against Bret Hart on an In Your House, and it was the opening match. 
and that yeah. just like, my mind just like blew up and from there i was i was all in on that but but here yeah so yeah but you know look again look at the size difference between between hawk and akiyama and and but again it's still believable both of them good a good uh good bump there by hawk yeah. you know it's always funny when when you see them the road warriors working singles like long term like not a one-off yeah. but again talking about like 95 early days of nitro Hawk is a singles guy in the early days of Nitro. Yes, yeah. Because the Animal, I guess, was was still in Japan. Yeah, uh, I, still in dates it, or it, something. It, whatever. But Hawk was working solo, and it was like, okay. <laughs> it's weird though to see them solo. Oh, Animal with a drop. That's a rarity because he yeah. did not throw drop. You notice he did not quite get Hawk's height on that drop kick. He yeah. kind of drop kicked him midsection. Not not, not quite but, the Arn Anderson level of not throwing a drop kick, but certainly not a common sight. No, Arn Anderson threw what one drop kick in like I've gone years. my entire career without throwing a drop kick. Why is that, Arn? Lack of interest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. Oh, so, wow! Well, did you see that? Akiyama went to kick Hawk, hit the rope, and then they, yeah. then they they didn't sell it. So that's some good good little psychology continuity there. Sense now this, you know. Okay, so he throws him away because he wants a piece of you know what right. He's going to tag in. Uh, um, Jin Sashizaki here, you know, and that's, I think this is, this is the interesting part of this is that, you know, there's, it's not like here you have a clear, I mean, the, the, obviously the road warriors and Johnny Ace are the heels because, you know, this is in Japan and whatever, but you don't have clear faces and heels here. No, you know, thing. Um, and oh, here it is. The neck breaker. Oh, look at that. Devastating neck breaker. Great selling job too by Shinzaki and the fist drop. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying you don't have like, you know, like heels or whatever. I mean, you have guys who just, they're, they're all like the, like the, the Americans are the outsiders, the gaijin, you know, kind of thing. And then Ooh, nice. know, so they're obviously the bad guys, but it works well here. Here we go. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. Oh my God. This is when, remember when we first saw him do this, this is insane. Yeah. I like when they drop, they drop out yeah, of his way. Oh Yeah. Yeah, you know, I always, I always was amazed, again, when he was working uh, in WWF, they let him do that when Taker was doing it. Yeah. I always was amazing, but it's such a fantastic move when he does it that you can't not let him do it, oh. you know? That was not clean. Nope. No, it wasn't. But it, was, it was good recovery. You know, okay. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man. Jesus. I don't mean to sound like... Uh, the, uh, the tables and the chairs. Oh, <laughs> You know they kind of get crazy. So. The young boys there to clean things up. I don't. I don't mean to sound like like Jason Jack and A, but he just went ass over tea kettle out of the ring right there. <laughs> That's a line I see all the time. So Johnny Ace not having it here. Gonna bring yeah. him back. In. Not, no. All right, Jinzei, I was not aware of that. You're free to go. Yeah. I love how he keeps trying to pull his hair. I was like, can't quite get him in. Can't suplex him with the thing we got going here. Nope. Not vascular enough. Oh, 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 oh. no. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, what a back bump. Yeah, okay. you know what, though? But he knows how to land it because those arms went out yeah. right at the right time. Yeah. Well, so for those of you who are not aware, Johnny, Johnny Ace is Ace Crusher. Ace Crusher, Ace Crusher. is his. Um, it is a basically a stone cold stunner. Um, and it was over like Rover in Japan. So, just, oh my damn! Oof! What a power bomb! Power bomb! 
Penta, not sure if he wants to save him. There we go. We got to wait till he starts counting before you get in the ring. It's Japan. Double bird. <laughs> Those are freedom rockets, son. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Hawk, not sure if he wants to get tagged in. No, no, you go. <laughs> he will pay for you, Johnny. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you want to see what he called? You got to watch Johnny Ace and Gary Albright in the ring. You want to talk oh about two gosh. guys? Like was a hell of an actual amateur wrestler, but not not yeah, two, a great two guys. Two guys with the complexion of cottage cheese, just wailing on <laughs> each other. You got. Uh, they are they are something else. So, uh... yeah, but but you know what, you know, uh, uh, Johnny Ace has been kicked in the head by CM Punk, and none of us have. So you know what is you know can we really question this man's accomplishments? But sure. uh... imagine his hair still looked like that. Like imagine it still looked like still no, all think, blonde like that. Yeah. yeah, all blonde and stuff like and, that. And you know, I will, I will give, I will give Johnny Ace a lot of credit during that run I just referred to when he was, you know, the the heel. Uh, what was he? Director of operations, whatever his name was. He was a heel authority figure. He did get a shirt, and the shirt was actually the uh, the pink slip letter. Yeah. And on the back, it did say "Best of luck in your future endeavors." So I thought that was pretty <laughs> damn funny. So it's yeah. I'm, it's not all bad, but just he's, you know, the problem is when you, well. I mean, John, Johnny Ace is a good, I mean, he's a good hand in his own right. And I don't mean that in like the derogatory way people say that, but he's not at the level of the other five guys in this match, you know. But the other thing too, with, with, with uh, when, when you look at like, for those people who, who have watched uh, Total Divas and, you know, you know that he's, he's either married or was, was dating and he's now married to the Bella's mom. So <laughs> they're talking to him. So he's like. So it's like Brie Bella is sitting, you know, Brie's there with Daniel, and, and it was when Nikki was dating John Cena. Well, John, you know, uh, we were thinking, and you just you get to see Daniel Bryan and John Cena being like, okay, we can tolerate each other, but what the fuck is Johnny doing here? You know, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> <laughs> shit, brother, you know, kind of thing, like the, the Bella's brother who's like, you know, the biggest bitch of all of them. Um, so, oh, but. he's hulking up. Animal's hulking up here. Oh. Okay, so these chops are hard. You know how I know? Because I Johnny saw him. Johnny had enough. Samoa Joe, like 10 years after this, 12 years after this. Oh, okay. no. He's oh, out. No. Johnny Ace oh. is down. He, oh, he's moving. Okay. Yeah, Johnny, oh, they did the next side chop. He just took one to the side of the head, Johnny Ace did. And he, and he like, probably pooped himself. Um, oh, no. oh, it's breaking down here. Oh. Oh. Double team. Here it is. Oh. Uh. Oh, oh, back up, pile driver. Count him. Here we go. Wait. Praying here. Here's this, the, the headbutt. Oh, that hurts watching, knowing the brain damage that people have taken giving that move. Mm. Yep. But amazingly, unlike when, when you would see Dynamite or um, later Chris Benoit give that move. Oh, here we go. You know it's a big match when the moonsault's coming. Ooh, Look yeah, at that moonsault. And that's a big dude doing that moonsault, too. Yeah, Johnny anytime, is... anytime I see anybody that's, like, hitting that, like, 5'11 to 6'6 six, six range trying to do a moonsault, I just, I feel, I get scared for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> crushed up! Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Nope. Oh, <laughs> Everyone's going to do their move. Here we go. Everybody do your move, pal. Because the crowd now, see, again, we have the volume off, but the crowd is going fucking bananas, yeah. right? Can I, the crowd well, goes sitting, but they're going bananas. Oof. Oh, the power slam. That's a receipt from the earlier power slam. Oh, yes. 
Oh, man. Yeah, I'm working on him psychological. Like, you see, I'm going to hit him with his own move. <laughs> so the thing is, you're, you're looking, you're saying, Jay, I can see the crowd there. They're not moving. Like, no, no, the people upstairs. Trust for a Japanese see? crowd. Yeah. The hoi polloi. Oh. Well, you know what's funny? And I talked about this on the episode when... Uh, oh, oh, man. Look at that. It's one move. That's oh, that's just it's all one motion. It was like as if, like, and not not like today when guys you know clearly are planning things. He just went okay, and he just threw the ropes to the top, open off. It was all like, yes, I I'm going to do this, but he, he it doesn't look like he planned it. Oh no, no. Love, it. love it. That's such an American move right there. Yes, yep. the Laurinaitis <laughs> boys say no. Um, oh. good night. Oh, the super ace crusher. That, yes. that, is, that is a great. He looks so. Johnny Ace looks as surprised as anyone that it worked. Holy shit! See that? I can't believe that worked. I talked about this on the episode uh, where Joe, uh, my, Joe Butler, and I went to uh, New Beginning in Charlotte, uh, the New Japan show in Charlotte, North Carolina, and that was a crowd of all Americans. But even yeah. at that show, we 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 stayed in our seats. We applauded. You know, there was some chance. Like the, um, you know, for Juice Robinson, especially like in the main event, the Juice chant and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just watching Pearl Wessa, you feel like I culturized it. You need to sit down and clap. And here we go, boys. Here we go. The oh, best finish in the business. Oh, we oh, don't. No. Oh, my God. I Nobody avoids the Doomsday device. Oh, snap. You know what that's like? That's like when you pull the move in, in Fire Pro, but the guy yes. hit A right as you're about to jump off. There it is. There it oh. is. Full rotation. Count the pin him, pay him. Here we go. Yeah. One, two, three. Yes, there it is. Oh. I never agreed to take that bump <laughs> from those two dudes. There are a lot of guys who took that bump who I don't think agreed. So, and that's the video for. Um, and again, it ends right there. That doesn't have the post match or any stuff. But wow, I mean, that twenty minutes. I mean, it's it's nineteen minutes twenty seconds. That just flies by. Like you're yeah. watching, and. Okay, so let's be very honest with you. If you were watching this, um, you know, nowadays, people are like, oh, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't all these insane high spots and stuff. There was enough high spots in there that made sense. Yeah. There was enough power moves, enough every that match had a lot in it. And again, it's not like, oh my God, uh, you know, it's, it's not a seven star classic, you know, kind of yeah. thing. But that was a really good match. I with, you know what? If, if you're if, if I'm at a show, or you're yeah. watching the show, and that's a match you get, you're like, you're going home raving. You're like, man, I saw these, you know, Road Warriors wailing on Junakiyama and Kenta Kabashi. I mean, obviously, those guys are all legends. But I'm saying, if you get that quality of a match, you're happy, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. that's, 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 that's not necessarily a match for the TV audience as it is for the live audience, that kind of, yeah. that kind of thing, you know? So, I can, I can do that, I can say this. And most people have, by this point, already seen what the match is simply known as uh, Joe versus Kobashi. It is the first ROA show I ever went to. I saw Kenta Kobashi fight Jamojo in the in the main event. The DVD itself has no commentary on the thing. They they stepped out because they said we're gonna let this match do what it needs to do. When you watch that match, it is certainly not. It's not Savage Steamboat. It's not Flair, and you know it's not even Flair and Steamboat. It's it, it's it is brutal. It is just hard hitting, but it looks one of the most real. Strong style matches you could possibly, and, and, and you see it live. And as great as it might be on film, live it was even better. I can only imagine what the, the people in Japan were watching this. Ken Tigabashi doesn't lose, right? You know, 
the Road Warriors don't lose. Like I mean, these are these are these are powerhouses hitting each other, and in the match, no one looked weak. Even the finish, remember, they took them. It wasn't like he, they they they, uh, they got Shizaki up immediately and they hit him. He escaped the first time, and then he gets hit with a giant clothesline, and then they get him. And it wasn't like you know it was, he was just a sack of potatoes. I mean that the bump he takes is crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you can look, folks, and and some people, you know, are going to be negative no matter what. They'll say, "Oh, this wasn't this." But look, if every match needs to be, you know, this, oh, it's amazing. It's a fifty-star match. It's amazing. You know, that's not every match. That that match right there, I would have loved to have seen that live. That I could only imagine the electricity because you have just such, first of all, huge men just beating the living hell out of each other. I mean. Let's face it. The end of the match, if it wasn't for the save being made, is the super ace crusher. When he hits right. the super ace crusher, yeah. this thing is over. Like, it's freaking over. And what happens? They make the save. So the crowd was like, oh, maybe they can. Maybe. Maybe they can upend the Road Warriors. But I think putting the Road Warriors over in this point, it doesn't hurt. It didn't hurt any of the three guys on, on, the, on any of the three Japanese men. It didn't hurt any of them. It gives Johnny Ace a high-profile win. Remember, Johnny Ace is going to be, is still there. He's wrestling there, so it gives him a win on a high-profile show. Even though he didn't score the pinfall, Hawk does. He's part of the winning team, so it, it helps build his legend as a Gaijin, uh, you know, contender. It, 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 but at no point would you think. I mean, Junakiyama, his stuff looks snug and it looks crisp. Uh, even if he did kick the ropes twice, you know, kind of get Hawk, because Hawk was a little slow getting in. Um, but you can kind of look at his gamesmanship there, too. Hawk pretended he was coming in, he kicked the rope, and then Hawk was able to, you know, you know kind of grab him. It looks, it doesn't look like they screwed up. It just looks like it happens. And in, in a fight, if you ever watch UFC, guys will throw things in like, well, that was horrible. Yeah, but because he was expecting the guy to come forward into the kick, you know, it looks like yeah. crap otherwise. So. <laughs> um I, I, I wish, like I said, I was popping through the other day. I was sitting, I was on hall duty and, you know, I'm, I'm guarding the bathroom and let's face it. You can't get out of the bathrooms now at school without a, a cell phone to take a picture of an, uh, QD, QR, whatever code to log in and log out of the bathroom. Um, so it's very hard for kids to cause any ruckus in the bathroom because yeah. they're logged in who's in the bathroom. Causing I don't want to log out. I, log out. I don't want to log in. I mean, if I'm in the bathroom, it's to log out. I'm just yep. saying. Damn right. right. Well, I'm, be, I'm not. Uh, I'm downloading. I'm not uploading. It's downloading. <laughs> yes, but for most of the kids in there, well, you don't download in your pants. That's what you got to avoid. That's the basic. Well, that was that was the problem the other day. Kids like I don't have a reader on my phone. I'm like, oh, I guess you can't pee today. They're like, I have to pee. <laughs> okay, so why are you to have a QR reader, man? What is this? The 20th century? Yeah. <laughs> so you can't own property, man. Yeah, man. So, folks, I hope you enjoyed watching that match. I hope, I mean, again, I'm, unless you're really a pure of Mark, I don't think you probably, I mean, I probably have seen that match once because I think I've seen that entire show. Yeah. Um, it was when Baba passed away and his wife took over, like, the outpouring of love. And again, you know, people think like, well, New Japan and all of Japan, they hate each other. Like, okay, they weren't friends, but this was a sign of respect. Like, yeah. there was no... There was no, well, I'll show that. Like, okay. Like, you respected him. Like, it wasn't, it was like back in the day, like, if something, if, if like, like, when Vince McMahon Sr. passed away, it, it wasn't like the NBA was like, ha, oh, we got him. 
dumb. Like, no, they were like, oh shit, our friend died. You know, kind of thing. Like, right. we want they didn't they didn't love each other. McMahon broke away and did all that stuff. But you know, it's just what it is. But it's it was it was I I hadn't seen this match, but I seen it. I only saw it once. It was great to see so much talent in that ring. Um, obviously, the shame being. Uh, that both, you know, Animal and Hawk are no longer with us. Uh, you know, it would be, again, not that I want to see that. I want to see that in 2020 because everyone in that match is now old. Like, really, like, Johnny Ace looks horrible. Um, <laughs> worse than that bad, you know. <laughs> this just looks like, like like a bag of cottage cheese. Now he looks like a bag of skin cottage cheese. So, Ooh. just... Um, skin cheese. Yeah. Mm. My fake tip. I got my fake tan, John. You like it? You know, it's like, oh, Johnny, you're a sack. Anyway, maybe, that, um, maybe that's why Cena didn't marry Nikki. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. You are here first, Mark. Actually, maybe she just couldn't see him. Oh, find him, John. I feel like you're never here. I'm right here, but I can't see you. That's one of my favorite memes on the internet. Is if you ever feel useless, just look at this picture of John Cena in camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh every time it pops up. Oh, that that well, that's like the one that came around during the the uh, during the quarantine that said, yeah, because of COVID, there's less people driving, and now the sky is the the air is so clear that people can start to see John Cena again. Oh my god! <laughs> so you're not Nikki. I'm Nikki. No, I'm Nikki. I'm wearing a hat. I don't care. When Miz and Maurice were John Cena and. Uh, yes. Total, total Bell is bullshit. The greatest yeah. segments of all time. But nothing to do with the road board, so let's not tangent on yes. that. But um, yeah, no that that was that that match was a lot of fun, and I'm and I'm glad, Jay, I'm glad you, you brought it brought it for us to watch. And I hope everyone out there, hope the listeners go check that out because yeah. uh, it is it is uh, it is a treat. Definitely some old school road warriors in Japan action. Uh, plus Johnny Ace. Plus, yes. <laughs> that's not a selling point. It's not a selling yeah. Point. Also Johnny. Yes, Johnny Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Johnny Ace. <laughs> Special <laughs> guest star, Johnny Ace, and the fabulous Ace Crusher. So, uh, oh, folks, I'll be honest with you, is, uh, like I said, I, I wanted to do something a little different. We could have very easily just picked, like, Road Warriors versus, like, Natural Disasters or something like that from, like, WF Television or something, like, whatever. You know, or we could have picked, like, you know, even, even like, the, the, staff, the scaffold match where... Uh, you know they're up there and like what is it? Cornette falls and blows both his ACLs. Oh. I mean not. I mean, but those are things you've seen. I mean, I've seen those matches. I've seen. Yeah, obviously, I wanted something a little different. I wanted something a little hard hitting, a little more kind of just something that was a little out there compared to what we normally would kind of watch. Um, and hopefully, you haven't seen it. Hopefully, this is you're getting to see this for the first time with us talking along with it. Um, you know, having a good time and stuff, and you can kind of remember like, oh yeah, well, yeah, I remember. You know when guys would actually go in there and have like, you know, actual wrestling matches and, you know, so, you know ring psychology meant something. And like, it wasn't just move, 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 yeah. move. Oh, wait, commercial break. We'll keep on move, 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 move. You know, uh, I mean, so I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I'm glad we could bring it to you. I'm hoping we can do more of these, um, you know, and not, not because someone died, you know, not because yeah. someone passed away. We're going to like, let's think, remember them. But maybe we can do, you know, we'll just pick out some random matches that maybe people haven't seen. Um, you know, there's there's great matches that people talk about that maybe people have never seen. Uh, you know, I mean, and again, some of them are insane. I mean, any, Luke can tell you, anytime we would watch, like, you know, I, you throw on a, like, uh, you know, Mississauga Kawada, just, you know, 
like literally your feelings would hurt when you were yeah. done because he's fuck <laughs> out of each other. Or, you know, I mean, I'm thinking even like Steiner Brothers in Japan or yeah. like go back to the Funk Brothers in Japan. Or, or I mean, one of the greatest matches I think a lot of people never even bothered seen yet is, uh, you know, it's Liger versus Muda. It happened once. It was fucking nuts, you yeah. know, kind of thing. So those things, I think if we can bring those to you guys, you know, even if we do one match here, whatever kind of thing yeah. here and there, you know, let us know. Did you like this? Did you, was this good? Yeah. You know, do, I mean. I mean, I know, I know some people really like when we talk about video games or toys or stuff like that, which is awesome. We're going to do that too. But I think this is one of the things that as a, now, I mean, I know Luke and well, I did a lot of tape trading and Luke obviously by default did a lot of tape trading. Um, Chris, I don't know how much tape trading you did none, back in the, none, none. unfortunately okay. was not, was not able to jump into that circle. No fanzines, no tape trading. Yeah. It was very well, sheltered. I didn't have cable, but you know, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, but you, guys, you know, the the, I, the big fan that now Luke and I were not going crazy, you know, mailing tapes all around the country and stuff, but we had the luxury of uh, being able to attend ECW shows, and then RF Video is there, and they basically are like bringing every tape you want to the show, yep. you know, kind of thing, and it allowed us to kind of grow and go outside of this, and it allowed me to kind of get to know. Japanese wrestling much better than I probably could have at the time with the limited internet there was and stuff like that. I mean, you'd see stuff here and there in an aftermag, but you never really knew, you know, kind of thing. Um, so just, just you know, folks, I, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this is, uh, you know, a good 20 minutes of your time and, you know, you enjoyed us, you know, jibber-jabbering along with it. And, uh, um, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll figure out some other cool stuff to yeah, bring you so, to. I mean, yeah, if you if you enjoy this, please let us know. You can you can reach out to us. You can send us an email at getbacktotherestling at yahoo.com. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at GBTTW podcast on Twitter and use the hashtag get back to the wrestling. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for the Get Back to the Wrestling group, and you can uh, follow us or, along there on Facebook. And you can find us on YouTube. Just search again for Get Back to the Wrestling. We are here for all your social media interaction needs. Yeah, and if there's if there's a match that you think we need to see, let yeah. us know. You know, because yeah, even between the three of us, there's just not enough time to have seen yeah. everything. Yeah. Throw, so. throw it up on the Facebook group or yes, tweet, it, tweet us at you know tweet it at our at our Twitter and we'll we'll check it out and we'll and we'll talk about it. That's that sounds like a great idea. We let the fans control. It's 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 what what was that match in uh, the fans revenge match in TNA where they let the fans surround the ring and hit Jeff Jarrett with things? Oh, you think Jesus. Dixie Carter came up with that one? Maybe well, possibly. I don't know. I, no, I think it I think it's more like when uh when when Vince had to go on TV and say, uh we we respect the intelligence of you, the wrestling fan, who's looking for more mature content. <laughs> oh. uh, that's funny. They, that, that came up the other day. It was the, when the National Report came out that said in one, was it in, within one month or one to one year of uh, wrestling on TV, there was, you know, 600 loot gestures, 150 middle yeah, things. Yeah, that was the old, yeah, the old thing. Well, that, that was from the Parents Television Council. That was, uh, um, yeah. oh, well, I'm blanking on his name now. I can I can see him, uh, the MRC, and I'm blanking on his name right now that runs that group. I remember that. Was that Tipper Gore? Was that? No, that, this, that was, well, Tipper Gore was one of the, Tipper Gore was more the, um, uh, the PMRC, the Parents Music Ratings Council. Oh, uh, right, right, right. The, the, the MRC is a media resource center. Yes, the, yeah. the MRC is the media resource center 
And I, again, I, I can picture the guy, and I'm, and I'm blanking on it. Newsbusters is their, is their blog. I know that. And I, I'm really annoyed that I can't remember this dude's name. But yes, Stop I remember it. when that came out. I really do. That was, that was classic. Because I remember but the question like, at the time was like, there are this many lewd gestures. Like, were they counting the crowd doing it? Well, hey, well Bob I, was. That's what makes me want to watch it. Yeah. I'm saying, you look at me middle fingers, you're like, was was Austin off that year? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he would do 10, 12 a night, you know, kind of thing. So, you I mean, know, they I mean, sold did, a foam middle finger for crying out loud. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, not, not to drive derails, but I just thought that was funny. It came up the other day, and I was like, Huh, these numbers seem low. I mean, it just, <laughs> I mean, I know I remember it because I was there and I was, I was at that point no longer slamming my skull into things and blanking out on parts. Um, but I'm like, it seems kind of low. Are you sure it's the whole year? Are you sure it's not just January? So, <laughs> all right, folks. So, uh, we got to get rolling out of here. Um, like Luke said, if you got something that you want us to see, and like Chris said, if you have a match or something like let us know, man, because we're always looking for content, looking for things that will be interesting that you guys are interested in hearing about. Um, you, you know there's going to be, you know, we again, Luke said we already have, a, a you know, a, an email in the sack that we need to eventually get to, and we'll yeah, try to do that next time. Um, we just thought this might be a little, you know, kind of like we, got, we wanted to get to the match, and the match was 20 minutes at least, and, you know, tangents happen. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. It's like, it's like it's, we should call the show Tangents? What? You know, tangent. Tangent, what tangent also wrestling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> occasional wrestling talk yeah. with Hero and the Capuchin. <laughs> and 20 minute rock blocks, nonstop rock blocks every day from from 10 to 12. No commercials till you head out to lunch. <laughs> Tuesday. Two for Tuesdays with a double shot of your favorite rock. <laughs> Steel King. Is Metallica's Enter the Sandman versus Guns N' Roses. Welcome to the jungle. Who survives? You know. So, anyway. All right, folks. So Tune in Sundays for the Acoustic Storm. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) Truckosaurus. I can't Uh tell Truckosaurus. We got to just, we're out. We done. Yep. All right, folks. So, that's about it for us. So, Thanks for the downloads and listens. I just want to real quick uh, on a big, big shout out to Go Fight Pal, the official card game of Get Back to the Wrestling. Go Fight, Go Fight Pal. Go check them out on Facebook and Twitter. Go to their website, buy their cards. They're awesome. Um, and uh, make sure you be just, just the big supporters of us. We're big supporters of them. We love them. So until next time, folks, we'll see you at the matches. Are you going to take care of Ron Killens? What kind of disgusting, despicable lack of respect does that Billy What's-His-Name show booking a match for the total package Lex Luger and Super Brawl? Super Saturday? What is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Super Brawl Saturday. Super Brawl Saturday? Can he afford to pay me to wrestle run? I don't know. I'm one of the biggest legends stars ever in this. God! And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy! And you book a match with me against Ryan Killings! Look at me! I'm a total package! I will rip him apart! I'm pissed now! No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel! Don't you walk away! I'm the one that loves the fans! I'm the one that loves everyone and everything! You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time! You're the coward!
Will you stop?